Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. I am your host, Canvas Sativa. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCanvasSativa, both S's. Feel free to check me out on Twitter at ICSativaPodcast. Also check out our website at IamCanvasSativa.com. On this website, we have blog posts, links to the archives of the podcast, and other videos from cannabis experts from many walks of the field. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up their po- the pod on their pod on their algorithm and put this out al- this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan to do big things with this podcast and this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, it helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. Again, that's www.anchor.fm, it's .fm, not .com, slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. And um, today's episode is going to be a rather short episode, but I, I still feel that it's going to be very important in terms of what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to sort of talk about what, what um, you know, as as this year comes to a close and as um, other states are going to be um, trying to collect signatures and put medical marijuana on the ballot either next year or um, put it on the ballot for 2020. You know, um, activists are going to be, are going to be using 2019, in my opinion, to you know, gather signatures and drum up support for a program and draft regulation for a program in their state. Um, And, you know, as as we've talked about in previous episodes, such as um, the the no-smoke medical marijuana is a sham and wicked expensive, and the I live in a flowerless MMJ state, what do I do? You know, we talk about how expensive these no smoke laws can how can be, and how how less than ideal that they can be. You know, because even if you're the type of person that you know doesn't really like putting anything in their lungs, um, you're still getting screwed over as a patient if you live in a state that doesn't allow flour. You know, I mean, you don't have to only put flour in a in a vaporizer or vaporize. You don't only have to put it in a pipe and smoke it. Or put it in a bong and smoke or whatever. No, you can, you can buy um, you can buy flour. You can buy you can buy buy these buds and you can, you know, you can decarboxylate them and and turn them into butter, into can of butter, or turn them into can of oil that you can use to cook with. Or you can turn this. You you guys can turn the weed into tinctures as well too. And you if. If you don't have access to whole flour, you know a lot of the t- a lot of times in these states, all you have is you know access to pills, to tinctures, to 
um, concentrate to either vaporize or to dab with, and, and that's about all you're stuck with. And you know, if you, you know, if the only way you can medicate is through non non flower versions, you're you're often left with the most expensive forms of of, of medical marijuana therapy, and that can get very expensive. Like like I mentioned. You know, if you if you use cartridges or whatever, and and one cart cartridge is sixty dollars, sixty dollars for half a gram or whatever, and then you use about one a week, sixty times four is two forty. You know, that's that's a car payment that, that that adds up very quickly. Or God forbid, you have a more chronic condition and you're having to use two of them in one week. Oh boy, you're you're paying oh, you're paying over five hundred bucks just to medicate yourself, and you know since since the medical marijuana is still Schedule One narcotic, you know it, it your insurance isn't covering it, so you're you're paying through the roof. But the reason why we're doing this episode today is um, to go over what a what 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 an ideal medical marijuana like. In, in people for people that are for people and activists that are trying to push for medical marijuana efforts in their state so to highlight what that looks like to and to sort of to sort of show what's possible for medical marijuana and why you should push for for full programs and by full programs I mean programs that allow you access to full unadulterated flour you know, again, even if you don't use flour yourself, you know, on principle, you should still be opposed to someone, to lawmakers getting between a doctor-patient relationship. If a doctor, if your doctor says that medical marijuana forms, whose business is it? None of their, none of them, none of their gosh darn business. That's, that's for sure. So, all right. Well, further ado, I'm going to read, I'm going to read, um, a research from Normal, um, after I read this resource, this resource, um, I'm also going to attach a video from Americans for Safe Access that sort of goes into this as well. Um, so let me just read the um, excuse me. Let me just read the excuse me the article. Core at and again, this is from Normal, the Normal organization. Core Attributes for a Patient-Centric Medical Cannabis Regulatory Program. As more states legislatively address the topic regarding medical cannabis and access and distribution, Normal has seen a shift away from the patient-focused programs and toward the more politically expedient policies. The latter programs are neither evidence-based, nor do they adequately address patients' needs. <coughs> Norma contends that an effective patient-centric evidence-based medical cannabis program must include the, the following core tenets. Access to whole plant cannabis. Uh, let me read that again. Access to whole plant cannabis, like we just talked about. Limited taxes or fees. Shouldn't be any taxes or fees if it were left to me, but uh, I digress. Why wide latitude for doctors to decide treatment regimens? Again, goes back to the first one. Personal cultivation rights, employment protections, and other reasonably reasonable civil civil statutory protections. 
patients must legally be able to at, to obtain and possess herbal formations of whole plant cannabis that may be administered via inhalation, vaporize or vaporization. Their therapeutic choices must not be limited solely to orally administered cannabis-derived extracts, oils, or pills. Some states impose arbitrary legal restrictions on the type of cannabis products available and or their intended route of administration. Specifically, a small number of these states have prohibited patients from possession or inhaling herbal forms of cannabis, instead requiring program participants to orally consume cannabis oils or pills containing extracts from the whole plant. Normal opposes these arbitrary limitations on patient choices. Limiting patients to options extracted to options to limiting patient options to extracted oral formulations is not in their best interests. Herbal cannabis contains more than a hundred distinct cannabinoids, unique physiologic, physio, physiologically active components in the plant. Many of them act synergistically with one another. Moreover, the plant's oils contain numerous terpenes that also possess a variety of therapeutic effects. Many scientists now believe that the combined administration of many of these parts of the plant produce a synergistic effect necessary to in order for patients to achieve maximum therapeutic benefit as acknowledged by the famed surgeon dr sanjay gupta all of these components of the cannabis plant likely exert some therapeutic effect more than any single compound alone unlike other drugs that may work uh, they may work as single compounds synthesized in a lab. Cannabis may offer its most profound benefit as a whole plant, and if we let the entourage effect flower, restricting patients to er restricting patients access to herbal cannabis limits their exposure to these therapeutic properties, as many of these con con constituents are no longer present in formulations produced following the extraction of individual cannabinoids. Furthermore, oral and administer non-herbal forms of cannabis possess delayed onset and their effects and are far less predictable than herbal cannabis. Once inhaled, compounds like THC or CBD rapidly pass through the lungs to the bloodstream, resulting in rapid onset drug effect. By contrast, pills must be metabolized by the by the liver over a period of up to sev several hours before the patient experiences any therapeutic effects. This delayed onset and a degree of variability of drug effect makes it extremely difficult for a patient to accurately self-regulate their dosing. As a result, many patients seek rapid relief systems, such for rapid relief for. With concerns with regards to the potential risks associated with cannabis smoke exposure are understandable, they are largely not evidence-based. Cannabis smoke exposure, even over the long term, is not associated with the same detrimental health effects as is tobacco exposure. Specifically, longitude 
longitudinal trials do not show a casual link between cannabis smoke exposure, lung cancer, COPD, or other detrimental effects on pulmonary, pul pulmonary function. Also, patients' exposure to unwanted combu combustive gases may be readily mitigated by the use of a vaporizer, a device which heals herbal which heats herbal cannabis to a point where cannabinoid vapors form, but below the point of combustion, thereby reducing the intake of combustion smoke and other pollutants such as carbon monoxide and tar. In clinical trials, researchers acknowledge that such devices are a safe and effective method for delivering, delivering cannabis to patients. Finally, the bulk, finally the the bulk of clinical trials establishing cannabis safety and efficacy have been concluded using inhaled whole plant cannabis. By contrast, alternative formulations of cannabis and administrative routes remain largely untested and unproven. Patients must not be forced to pay unreasonable taxes or fees. The commercial production of retail sale of recreational cannabis in legal jurisdictions is, present, is presently subject to both excise taxes and sales taxes, similar to other commercial goods. However, such taxation generally does not apply to activities involving the production or sale, or sale of medical cannabis to state-qualified patients. Patients, many of whom earn disability or fixed income, should not be seen as lawmakers as a viable source of tax revenue. Therefore, any proposed taxes or regulatory fees placed upon medical cannabis production and sales must be nominal. This will ensure that legal cannabis products do not remain out of reach for those patient populations that need them the most. Further, it will ensure that the market prices remain low enough as to not incentivize patients to obtain cannabis from the black or gray market. The approved list of qualifying conditions must be expansive and must allow physicians the option to recommend cannabis therapy for the treatment of chronic pain. Cannabinoids have been shown to have been shown to safely and effectively treat a wide range of symptoms, and in some cases, these can these compounds hold the potential to modulate the course of serious diseases. A recent literature review identifies over 140 controlled clinical trials evaluating cannabinoid therapy by for for a multiple multitude of serious chronic conditions such as multiple sclerosis, Tourette's syndrome. Epilepsy, Crohn's disease, epilepsy, IBS, spinal cord injury, injury, and others. Consequently, con consequently, physicians ought to be provided with a wide latitude of discretion with regards to patients they believe, in their expert opinion, will benefit from cannabis treatment. Legislatures and regulators should not unduly interfere with the sanctity of the doctor-patient relationship or in any way impede physicians from providing what they believe is the best course of treatment for their patients. To date, the larger number of controlled clinical trials are specific to the use of cannabis to effectively mitigate chronic pain conditions, especially treatment-resistant neuropathy. A 
recent review of these scientific trials by the National Academy of Sciences and Medicine and Engineering acknowledge that conclusive evidence exists to support the use of cannabis and cannabinoids for the treatment of chronic pain in adults. Multiple studies show that patients with legal cannabis access often use it as a substitute for the for for the use of more dangerous opioids. In jur- jurisdictions that regulate medical cannabis, far lower rates of opioid-related mortality and overall prescription drug spending in those states that do not. As a result, no evidence-based medical cannabis program ought to place limitations with regards to the use of cannabis as an analgesic. Probably, I'm probably butchering that, but whatever. Okay, next. Registered patients ought to have the legal option to cultivate personal use qualities of cannabis in their own private residence. Patients are... Pr- Patients are are legally permitted to cultivate cultivate personal use qualities of medical cannabis in half the jurisdictions that regulate its use and distribution. In almost all cases, these these provisions have led to few incidents of abuse or diversion. In no instance has has, has a legislature removed move as as a legislator moved to eliminate patients home grow rights in a jurisdiction that has previously permitted such activity. Nonetheless, lawmakers in several states in recent years have elected to move forward medical cannabis cannabis programs that explicitly prohibit patients from engaging in home cultivation. Normal opposes this position. Normal maintains that Disallowing patients to engage in personal cultivation of cannabis is an arbitrary, arbitrary prohibition that has no basis in public safety. Normal supports the right of individuals to grow their own cannabis as an alternative to purchasing it from licensed commercial growers. Normal maintains that the inclusion of reg- legislative provisions protecting the non-commercial home cultivation of cannabis serves as as leverage to assure that the product available at retail outlets is high quality, safe, and affordable. Further, many patients respond best to specific strains of the cannabis plant, permitting select patients the option to produce these specific strains at home assures that they will have uninterrupted and cost-effective supply of their medicine that is best suited for their own particular therapeutic needs. Finally, it must be acknowledged that the timeline between passage of a medical marijuana program and operation of state-licensed cannabis dispensaries is often several years. Patients would, uh, who, who would otherwise benefit from legal medical cannabis access should not be forced to go without their medicine during this period. Allowing state-qualified patients the ability to cultivate medical cannabis provides patients with with immediate access they need and deserve. Patients should not face either workplace discrimination or sanctions solely based on their medical cannabis status. Registered patients should not be forced to choose between their medicine and gainful employment. Just as employers would not be permitted to fire or refuse to hire people due to their physician-authorized use of opioids or other conventional medications, 
Those who legally engage in cannabis therapy should not face arbitrary discrimination for an activity that's unrelated to their work performance, such as testing for carboxy THC, an inert metabolite of THC which may be detectable for several months post-abstinence on a drug screen. In recent months, courts in two medical cannabis states, Connecticut and Massachusetts, have held statewide have upheld statewide protections for shielding employers from taking punitive actions against medical cannabis patients, and many states now impose similar provisions as part of their medical cannabis regulations. Patients should not be withheld medical treatment in, ho- in hospitals, such as being denied organ transplants, solely based on their status as m- medical cannabis patients. There are numerous examples of patients arbitrarily being denied medical treatment from hospitals because of their status as medical cannabis patients. In many cases, patients requiring organ transplants or refused services. Scientific reviews finds no negative association between a, can- between a cannabis use h- history and organ transplant survival rates. As a result, various states such as California and Maine have in recent years enacted statutory language explicitly prohibiting hospitals from arbitrarily withholding services from patients solely based on their medical cannabis status. And below below are the examples of other key normal provisions that normal supports. Patients should not face a loss of child custody solely based on their status as a medical cannabis patient. Patients should not be subject to housing discrimination based upon their status as a medical cannabis patient. Cannabis or other cannabis-derived products provided at state licensed dispensaries must be subject to adequate testing for quality, potency, pesticide, and adulterants. Cannabis product packaging must prominently display accurate information with regards to cannabinoid content and potency. In order to ensure that market demand is adequately met and that registered patients have convenient access to medical cannabis products, regulators should not impose arbitrary caps on the number of licenses available for for qualified commercial growers I mean, commercial producers, manufacturers, or dispensing facilities. Okay, so um, that wraps up that article from Normal about what a ideal program would look like, and I mean they they put it they put everything in a in a way that's better than I could have ever done it. Um, yeah, I mean. All these programs should. All, I mean, if you're if you're trying to get signatures, or if you're working with the proper channels to put medical mar- medical marijuana on the ballot, um, it, it's key that the people in your state um, that is that medical marijuana is accessible to them. You know, they should be. There should be a, a pretty extensive list of 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 qualifying conditions, so anyone that anyone that a, a cannabis doctor feels could benefit could be written a prescription. And, um, I mean, better yet, this shouldn't even be a list entirely. It should just be for whatever condition a cannabis doctor sees fit. Um, I, I believe Oklahoma, they, they launched their program without a, a list of qualifying conditions. They, they left it up to the doctor. You know, 
these these programs need to be as broad as and as inclusive as possible so that the average person can access them and another thing that i that i like that the article reference is um you know patient fees being kept at a minimum you know in my state it's two hundred you pay two hundred dollars every year to the state of massachusetts or no, you pay two hundred dollars to your cannabis doctor, fifty dollars to the state of Massachusetts. So that's a whopping two fifty every year to renew and get your 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 medical marijuana card. You know that's a, that's that's out of reach to a lot of people, and I I and I know for a fact, and I I feel that I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to punt or just avoid getting a card this year, you know, because I I don't think I'm gonna afford to renew this January. You know, if I'm to be a hundred, you know, but I mean, I, 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 I have a different situation than a lot of people. You know, I, my state happens to be a recreational state, so I can just, you know, I can just suck it up and pay the sixty dollars it will cost me to get an eighth, and you know, just sort of manage through, through that and through my caregiver, who gets me tinctures and edibles for pretty pretty decent price. So I'm gonna have to sort of stick to that, but I'm, I'm lucky. And I'm in an, I'm in a recreational state. If I if I wasn't, I'd be I would have much less options, and I'd I'd be either forced to go to the black market, or I'd I'd have to be forced to forego this effective medicine. But it's it's essential that these states that are implementing medical marijuana make it cheap and accessible. They also should not ban whole plant medicine and put these no smoke laws that I've been talking about because then it makes it so only pills you know vape pens and and oils and concentrates are available and those can get very pricey very very quickly you know um it's it can get very very expensive very quickly and when you only make the most expensive forms of medical marijuana available, people either they either drop out of the program and, and go back to the black market or go back to their to their woman or guy who sells them oregano, or they go or they they don't renew or and then they just go back to pharmaceuticals. You know, if 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 these expense if these dispensaries and these programs are really serious about making this accessible you know they need to make whole file available um and I, I I really feel that a lot more states need to put employment protections you know you should not have to choose between you know get, providing for yourself or providing for your family and and you and your health you should not have to you should be able to have both of those things um i'm going to enclose that video from americans from safe access and then that'll close out the episode and as always everyone stay medicated my friends there are a lot of regulations and laws being created that exclude the patient's voice and that is because the patient has never been invited to the conversation there are some priorities that you want to look for in proposed regulations that Americans for Safe Access regards as crucial, for instance, that uh, protect patient cultivation so that individual patients are allowed to grow their medicine. At the same time, the provision 
for a medical marijuana dispensary for patients who cannot or will not grow their own medicine. And increasingly it's important to protect the civil rights of medical cannabis patients. Employment, housing, parental rights, and uh, their rights to access to health care, especially around issues like organ transplants, where we've seen some persuasive discrimination in the states. And then finally, access for patients in every community. Look for uh, provisions that ban dispensaries or allow local organizations to opt out. There are also some pitfalls that you should be looking for. Uh, regulations that prevent patients from cultivating or that restrict any sort of dispensary access for patients are of course going to be problematic. Large buffer zones around dispensaries, unreasonable fees, extra taxation, all of the things that are going to serve to roll back access and artificially limit it. And finally, when you're evaluating a legislative proposal or regulations, it's important as advocates that we set aside our personal interest to develop policies that would be good for patients. Look around your world, pretty baby, is it everything you hoped it'd be? The wrong guy, the wrong situation, the right time to roll to me, roll to me. And look into your heart, pretty baby, is it aching with some nameless need? Is there something wrong and you can't put your finger on it? Right then, roll to me And I don't think I have ever seen a soul so in despair So if you want to talk the man through, guess who will be there? So don't try to deny it, pretty baby You've been down so long you can hardly see when the engine stall and it won't stop raining, it's the right time to roll to me, roll to me, roll to me. And I don't think I have ever seen a soul so in despair. Situation, the right time to roll to me, the right time to roll to me, the right time to roll to me. The right